Hello, angels. Welcome to the Morning Elixir, a podcast created to bring more magic into your life by showing you the many ways that you are already magic. I hope that wherever you're listening from, you're doing well. If it's your first time here, welcome. This podcast is all about magic, cultivating practical magic, which is a fancy way of saying becoming more in tune with your intuition, living consciously, and just living in a way that's very authentic and true to who you are. So in this episode, speaking of authenticity and truth, I'm going to share a recent experience that it relates back to anxiety. I've spoken about anxiety on this podcast a lot, and it's because as a highly empathic person and a highly sensitive person, I deal with a lot of it. And anxiety is just a big part of my story, and I think it is for a lot of other people too, which is why I will continue to share these stories. Hopefully they don't get boring. If they do, just you know, gloss over this episode. That's fine. But this recent experience that I had with anxiety was a hard one, but a good one, in that I got some really great lessons out of it. So I'm just going to take you through the story. Um, about two weeks ago there was a lot going on. Something really tragic happened to someone close to me, which was hard. And then that coupled with just a lot of other kind of micro things that were happening. I was feeling a lot of stress. This thing was really sad. And I think those two things put together really spiraled me into some highly anxious days. And I know the days that I'm having that are specifically difficult for really tangible reasons. I have such a close-knit relationship with my anxiety now. I can pinpoint when it's happening. The first is loss of sleep. That's like classic, just can't sleep because your mind is going crazy. I've also noticed that I have a very odd appetite on days that I'm super anxious in that I could be happy eating only goldfish, which is weird, (laughs) but you know. Um, And also, I recently was given an Apple Watch, and my heart rate is actually elevated on these days, too. So that's good to know. Didn't know that until technology. Thanks. Um, But throughout these two weeks, I had a couple of really tough days, and then some days that were fine. It's always a little cyclical. But this one day was particularly hard, and I think it was really hard because I really didn't sleep the night before, and then... All day, I felt like I had lost my why. Like I had lost my sense of purpose, which is a really scary, horrible feeling. And it's that feeling where you just don't understand why you're doing any of the things that you're doing. And all of a sudden, everything went from feeling really meaningful to really meaningless and kind of confused and just hazy. And that is, for me, anxiety through and through. That's a, that's a bad day when I lose my why because usually I'm really closely connected to that. So it feels scary and awful to have those thoughts. But part one of this series of lessons, I'm going to take you guys through five little things. Part one that I learned and that I've been working on is recognizing that pattern So the loss of why, that deep feeling of haziness, the craving for goldfish, the not being able to sleep, these are all indicators that, oh, I'm not functioning as myself right now. I'm in a highly anxious state. 
So that's good to know because then I can take myself and my anxiety and kind of parse out of it a little bit. Even though it's still hard, it's slightly helpful. It's like a half step helpful. So I was having one of these days and all I could do was just make it through the day because everything felt heavy. My energy felt heavy. My body felt heavy. My mind felt heavy. It was all just tough. And I was thinking all day about my spiritual mentor. His name is Mr. Sedona. And I'm smiling as I say that because he's just a really special person. And I was thinking about him and I thought maybe I should call him when I get home from work to talk to him about some of this stuff. But then by the time I got home from work, I was so tired and felt so brain dead, I decided I couldn't even talk on the phone. So instead I got home, turned everything to silent and got in the bath and laid in the bath (laughs) for like 30, 45 minutes and just tried to help have the water pull all of this energy out of me, which kind of worked. And then I get myself together. I get out of the bath. I check my phone and guess who had called me? Mr. Sedona out of the blue. I hadn't talked to him for probably three months, no texting, nothing. He just happened to call me within 20 minutes of me getting home, which is part two of this story, the magic of synchronicity. I will make a separate morning elixir podcast on synchronicity, but that is hands down the coolest part of living in flow and embracing a spiritual practice and trying to act in ways that are accordance to your essence, your truth, is that these funny little synchronicities happen all the time. And Mr. Sedona just calling me out of the blue on the one day that I was really thinking about him, we really hadn't spoken for a few months, was just awesome. So naturally I called him back because I'm a big believer in signs. And when someone calls you out of the blue like that, you call them back. And I started talking to him and he was like, what's going on? And I told him about the things that had happened and the things that were making me sad and and why. Um, well, I spoke to him about that first and he kind of gave me some methods, some ways to filter through it. And he also brought to light the fact that since I am so empathic and so sensitive, I have the blessing and curse of carrying other people's energy, which is tough when you're in a place like an office and there's a lot of people around you. I'm like a sponge, hence the feeling very heavy. So we spoke about that and that's something else I'll make an episode on eventually because it's another relevant topic. And then he goes, so what else is wrong? And I go into my little why spiral. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if this is the right thing to be doing. I don't know about where I am. I don't know, you know, if I should be somewhere else. Would things be easier if I was somewhere else? Yada, yada, yada. Same story. I've done this so many times. And it always comes down to this idea of the dramatic change, (laughs) which is like, do I just pick everything up and toss my life upside down and do something totally different? Um, which I just got a ping to mention the contentment episode, which goes against everything I was thinking on this day, but that's not the answer. And Mr. Sedona, listen to me to go on the warbling about my why, which I just felt so stupid saying because I know that all of it was dumb and coming from this sad, untruthful place. And he said, Kristen... You're operating at a low vibration. He's like, these thoughts are all coming because you're operating from this really, really low state because you're anxious and you're sad. 
And his advice to me, he gave none of my why questions any attention or energy at all. He said, you need to go out and do something that makes you laugh or that brings you joy or that makes you feel loved so that you can get your vibration back up. Because when you get your vibration back up, all of these questioning why thoughts will just go away. And I was like, wow, that was really good advice. That was very simple, but you're so right. And I love that you didn't tell me right then to dramatically change my life because I really don't want to. I secretly don't want to. So part four of this story is a quick lesson in energy. What does it mean to operate at a low vibration? This term is thrown around a lot, I know, in the spiritual world and now kind of even in the mainstream. And I know it's in the mainstream because one time my dad called me and he goes, what's up with this low vibration thing? (laughs) So, yeah, so people talk about it. And it is somewhat... The way that it's used, it can be a little bit woo-woo, but actually it's not. This is a practical, tangible thing. And the reason why is because low low vibration refers to energy. And as Einstein brilliantly said, all things are energy. Everything is energy. Everything you can see in front of you everything you can touch everything that grows everything that's inside of you and outside of you everything is energy down to our organs have energy and also our thoughts and our feelings have energy one quick note about organs that's really cool all of our organs move at a different vibration oh this is important vibration is the the pace and the amplitude of the energetic waves that come out of the thing so in reference to our organs all of our organs vibrate at a different frequency and you can use tuning forks which are those funny little metal tong looking things and ping them and they will make the sound that is the same vibration of say your kidney so you can hear the frequency of your kidney and that's a way to like heal or connect with an organ Isn't that so cool? I love that. But the point being, every single thing around you has energy, including your thoughts and the way that you're feeling. So feelings that are very low vibration are feelings such as hatred, fear, sadness, guilt, and most of all, shame. Shame is about the lowest frequency that you can vibrate at. High vibrational feelings are things like gratitude, love, and joy. That's a really high vibrational state when you're feeling and having those types of thoughts and and those types of emotions. So when someone is stuck in a low vibrational pattern um, or operates from feelings of hatred, fear, and shame, what does it feel like to be around that person? It sucks, right? It's a total energy suck. You can go from feeling great to feeling really terrible because you're around this person who's operating at such a low frequency that they bring you down. And the same is true of the latter. What happens when you place yourself around someone that really emanates joy and vibrancy and happiness? They make you feel so great. They just pull you right up there with them and then you guys are both operating at a higher frequency. So Mr. Sedona's point to me was that he could see that I was in this really low energy state. My thoughts, everything that I was doing, my emotions were kind of fluttering in between that 
fear and sadness and shame. And the best way to get yourself up and out of that state is by finding joy, by finding your happy, something that will make you laugh. And just by shifting your energy, you'll change your thoughts and your mind. And then you don't think that you have to make a dramatic change in your life. It's brilliant. Which brings me to part five of this podcast. The best fixes are so stupid simple. I appreciate so much that that conversation I had with him turned into one of taking a moment to watch something that would make me laugh or find something that would bring me joy or talk to a human that I loved. Even just speaking with him helped a lot. And it wasn't the playing into my question of why. He recognizes, I think, in all of his kind of students and friends that you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You are where you are for a reason, and it's where you're supposed to be. And going down that violent thoughts, violent thought spiral of why, what, you know, what if I change this? What if I shifted that over? In essence, it's, it's meaningless, It doesn't really do anything. It just stresses you out and puts you back into that low energy state. So if you find yourself there, Mr. Sedona's advice and my advice is go find someone or something that makes you laugh or go take a dance class or just do anything. It could be stupid just to get your energy or vibration up higher into that space of joy and it will completely change your thoughts. And I did it and it worked and it, the rest of my week was much better after that just because I had that sense of relief. So simple, but so effective. Um, And one last bonus piece of wisdom that I got from him and that I'm taking with myself. He told me, and by the way, you don't need to dramatically change anything ever. He's like, you are fully capable of seamless transitions. And if I'm fully capable of seamless transitions, you, my friend, are also fully capable of seamless transitions. So if you don't want to take the leap, whatever, dramatically change your life because you're having a down day, don't do it. Practice contentment. Just find something to make you laugh. Okay. That is all for this episode. I hope that you have a wonderful day. If you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me on Instagram, The Morning Elixir, my personal Instagram at Kristen D underscore. They're both linked in there. Or you can email me, themorningelixir at gmail.com. And yeah, that's all. I'll talk to you guys again very soon. Love you, angels. Bye.